Hey guys, I'm JC. Are you ready for real conversations about faith, business, and life? Me too. This is the Hello Awesome Podcast, where I bring forth topics and truthful insights that will encourage you to make intentional choices and pursue God with your whole heart. Are you ready to say hello to the awesome blessings that God has for you? All right, let's do this. Hey guys, it's JC. So I'm doing just an impromptu podcast episode. I have my mic set up, no special way. I don't even know if I'm going to put any intro to this really. But I want to just talk a little bit about something that's been on my heart. This past week, there has been some uproar over Target and some of the things that they have been approving of in their merchandise. And I understand how that can make some Christians feel, especially those of us who are trying to obey the word of God and live right. And the thing that I always get tripped up on is not the fact that we should stand upon the word of God. That's never been something that I struggle with. But what I struggle with is watching Christians online, on social media, match the same energy as non-Christians. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of words being said that have not been filtered There's a lot of anger, and there is a lot of self-righteousness. And I never have believed the phrase, if you're silent, then you are complacent or you approve of what's going on. Because in the scripture, Jesus was silent multiple times whenever he was asked something. He let his lifestyle speak for him. And there's been many times that I have felt pressured to talk about subjects in the culture, issues that are going on, on my social media, because that's what all the other quote unquote Christian influencers or bloggers are doing. But what if God doesn't give you something specific to say? What if God did not give me the green light to talk about what's happening? That doesn't mean that he's condoning what's happening, but that just means that he is my voice. He is the filter that I need to, every content that I do, everything that I say online or off, he needs to be the one that it it goes through. Does that make sense? And I just feel that we are not going to win this spiritual battle online. You're not going to win a spiritual battle by talking all the time. What you are going to do is win the spiritual battle when you are on your knees in prayer, in private, on your knees in the word, in private, and also how you handle life in private. Now, I'm not saying that you cannot be bold 
And I'm not saying that we shouldn't be bold publicly. There's a time and a place for everything. And what I kind of fear is that we, instead of waiting for God to give us the green light, and instead of waiting for God to tell us when to speak, we kind of put our hand out as if to say, it's okay, God, I know what you're already going to tell me to do. So I'm going to jump ahead and do it first. You know? And I almost feel like a, like I have an image in my head of that mom arm that they talk about when you're in a car and you have to hit the brake really hard and the mom arm comes out and kind of goes in front of whoever's in the passenger side to kind of save them from getting hurt. I feel like we put that arm out to Jesus. And we're like, wait, 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 I got you. I got you. And we, we try and step up and be loud and proud as Christians. And the only thing that I see is more division. And the only thing that I see is adding more fuel to the fire that's already been burning. So in private, you could boycott Target. In private, you can choose not to um, give your money to them. In private, you can do whatever you need to do. And nobody has to know except for you and God. And isn't that such a sacred thing? Because sometimes I feel like we want to parade our righteousness in public so that we can get points with each other. And this is something that I just kind of feel so convicted of. And I don't know if you do. I don't know if many people do, do, to be honest. But this is just something that I've had on my heart. And um, right now I'm getting ready to put together, I'm working on the last season of this podcast, season number 10. And I've been having some amazing conversations with some just powerful women of God. And I can't wait to show you that. And I'm looking at an August time frame to start um, launching these new episodes out and promoting this new season. But I wanted to take time during this summer to drop these mini episodes here and there. Just if I feel God wants me to share something, to just share it raw and real. Because this is what he has called me to do. And that's tell the truth, share the truth, and to share his heart with you. And I understand that we have to stand up and we have to fight for what's right. But are we going to leave Jesus behind if we do that? And are we going to let him lead? Isn't he supposed to be our leader as we follow Jesus, because we are called to be followers of Christ, are we really following him the way that we are supposed to be following him? Or are we just doing what we want to do because we assume this is what he's asked us to do? I really want you to think and pray on that. Because I have seen, this is what happens when there's when there's tragedy when something goes viral like this, and I don't condone it, I'm not saying I can I condone it. I'm not even trying to criticize um, people who boldly speak about it. What I'm trying to just get us to think about is to pause before we say something, 
because maybe God doesn't even want you in particular or me to say something. And that's hard to wrap our brain around because we know we're doing the right thing. We're standing up for what is true. We're standing up for what is good. We're standing up for what is right. And because we know that that is the core of where we stand, we assume that how we do it should be valid. But that's not always the case. And I know that it's very difficult. We are living in a modern-day Sodom and Gomorrah. And I just did a Bible study about Lot's wife. On Thursday nights at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, I've been doing a live Bible study on Instagram. So join me there at Hello Awesome Live if you want to be part of it. You can also follow us. Um, have a Bible study group on Facebook called Purpose of Life Bible Study Group. It's P-O-L Bible Study Group on Facebook. And that's where you can find the group too. Um, And I've been saving these lessons, these Bible studies, and putting them on my YouTube, Hello Awesome YouTube. So you can subscribe there and find it under the Purpose of Life playlist. Um, And I'm saying this because I just did a study about Lot's wife. And I started thinking of how that's so relatable to us now. So you're going to find that story in Genesis 19 if you want to look it up. But the angels of the Lord were sent to uh, Lot, who lived in Sodom and Gomorrah. And they told him to leave, to take his family and leave. And he hesitated because his family members did not want to go. They did not want to leave this evil and wicked city. And the angels kept having to to tell him to leave. And then finally, they just picked them up, picked Lot, his wife, and his daughters up and put them outside of the city. And as they got to the new city where they were supposed to be, the Lord rained down fire and brimstone upon Sodom and Gomorrah. And the angels had told them not to look back or they would be destroyed. Lot obeyed, but his wife did not. And she looked back and instantly turned into a pillar of salt. And when I was reading that and studying about it, God has us on a trajectory to a better life. And God has a plan for each and every one of us. But sometimes when God is telling us to leave behind our past and to leave behind our sins and to leave behind our old ways, we are tempted to look back. Maybe because we're not ready to leave it behind. And this is what I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to bring to focus right now. Sorry if you hear yelling in the background. That's just, you know, life and kids. Um, but with this whole issue with Target and I'm not surprised. We should not be surprised. We can be disgusted, and I am disgusted at the blatant satanic designs that are on display and, of course, the attack on the identity of God's children. But 
God is not asking you or I to fight with the same weapons that the world that the world fights with. And we have, I'm just trying to caution us to just be careful because you may be thinking that you're doing a good thing by being bold and loud about this topic. But if God didn't give you the green light or the right words to say, if you never prayed about it before you posted about it, that's a problem. And that's, I will always stand by that. I will always stand by that because I can't tell you how many times the Lord checked my spirit when I wanted to talk about all of the uh, Black Lives Matter and COVID and all of the issues that we had in 2020 and 2021. And I wanted to post about so many different things because I was passionate and God said no. Not because I wasn't in line with uh, his, his values that he set for my life and not because I wasn't in line with his word. It's because I was not given permission to speak into that. Is that always going to be the case? No. And there's been many times that I felt the need to share certain things at certain periods of time. But that is when discernment and wisdom steps in. And I'm really concerned with the state of our mental health as Christians, where we feel that we can justify our words and even what we post, even before we pray about it, because we know God will just probably approve of it anyway, because it's not going against his word. I want to caution us about that. And I guess that's just what I wanted to say, because there's so much pressure as a, as a creative Christian in the online space to follow the different trends of what is being posted and what goes viral. And it kind of breaks my heart when I see people just pick up stones and throw them at each other. And as much as I have a line in the sand and as much as I have boundaries when it comes to certain things, that doesn't give me a right to place that burden on other people's shoulders or to put it on other people. And I have right now almost 11,000 people following me on Instagram and I have to steward them well. And if you have a platform, no matter how many people you have, it could be even a hundred. Those people are following you because they like what you do. They like who you are. They want you to share more of whatever it is that you've been sharing. And so I would much rather, and God put this on my heart as well, for my space that I inhabit, that he has allowed me to inhabit, put more blessing and goodness and love and truth out into the world. And that doesn't always mean calling things out in culture. And that's what he has put on my heart. Now, a lot of those heavy conversations I can have in private with people. And if somebody wants to have a conversation with me privately, I'm more than open to doing that. And this has nothing to do with be, being fearful of being canceled or being fearful of, you know, any family members or friends of mine who are pro 
leftists or pro, you know, LGBTQ or pro target or pro Satan. I don't know. Um, this has to do with obeying the Lord. And God didn't give me the green light to share those things. And I don't think we take time to pray before we post on social media. I really don't. And I don't know if this is considered a rant. Maybe it is. I'm just talking, I feel like. But if I'm a little ranty, well, it's my podcast and it's going to be the last season. So I think I can take some liberties, right? (laughs) But I think I'm just, I've just really wanted to put this thought out there and just challenge you that if you've been sharing stuff because immediately you get this righteous anger and you just share it before talking to God and praying about it, I suggest you just be careful. Just be careful. Because every word and everything that we do, um, we have to we have to account for that. The Lord is going to um He's going to challenge us and, and we have to be ready. But anyway, I hope and pray you guys, um, have a great long weekend. I know I am. I have to finish getting ready over here. I'm going to try and have this posted on Monday, um, as a little treat. Um, I don't know if it was really encouraging. I feel like it was something that needed to be said and where my heart is. Um, If you think it's encouraging, then great. (laughs) Um, But I hope you guys will just um, keep supporting the ministry of Hello Awesome. Even when this podcast is done, you can find all of my books that I have written on Amazon. Just look up J.C. Lee Pulford. J-A-C-Y-L-E-E-P-U-L-F-O-R-D on Amazon. And you'll find all of my books there. And what's awesome is if you have Amazon Prime, the books come really quickly. They print them and they ship them very fast. I appreciate that. And um, if you want a direct link, direct link, um, just go to my Instagram at Hello Awesome Live. And there's a link in my bio for that that goes directly to my books. I have a new book now called Remember Her. And it is a Bible study guide. So it's a small book, um, but it has a lot of uh, power in it because we are talking about seven ungodly women of the Bible, of the Word of God. And I highlight these seven women. A couple of them you may not even know or I've heard of, And I go through their stories. I summarize their stories. I tell you where to find the scriptures. So you can go in the Bible and you can study it yourself. It's like, like I said, it's a Bible study guide. Um, So you want to have it next to you when you have your Bible and when you have your notebook. And it's also good for small groups or Bible study groups, um, things like that. Youth groups, especially youth class. Um, I also have questions in there um, that relate to every single a woman that we go, that we talk about. And uh, it kind of helps with initiating conversations and getting you to think um, and relate it to your own life. And then there's some portions in that book where you can write your notes or answers there. So that's called Remember Her. And it's a Bible study guide on seven ungodly women of the Bible. 
And that's on Amazon as well. And then um, I do have a new coloring book, Modest Fashion Coloring Book, called Color Me Modest Gardens. And that is a garden theme with beautiful florals and luscious landscapes and um, modest fashion illustrations. Just if you have a young girl who um, is in the church and you want to encourage her in her modesty holiness journey, it is a perfect gift. It is great for all ages too and all um, all backgrounds. Um, I made sure that as I was drawing to include people of color because I don't see that representation happening a lot, especially as apostolics and as a Puerto Rican who has many different um, types of hair in her family and types of skin color uh, in my family. Um, Obviously, this is a coloring book, so you can color them whatever color you want. But I wanted the hair to be drawn in different ways. So you're going to find some braids, maybe even some fros, um, different kind of texture looking hair. And it's not going to be just straight white hair. Um, Well, there's nothing wrong with that, but I think there's just enough of um, that representation out there right now. So I wanted to make sure that I had uh, it covered for our beautiful young ladies, uh, young women of color to be represented in these coloring books as apostolic women who are still trying to be modest in this modern world. So those are also on Amazon. They're called Color Me Modest. There's three different ones. And the latest one is called Color Me Gardens. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to just plug that real quick. And I love you guys. I hope this was encouraging to you. I hope this gave you something that you wanted to think about. Like I said, I didn't mean to just come on like rant um, or be preachy. But this is where my heart is right now. And I think we just need to be careful when something is popular or viral to not just jump on the bandwagon without checking with God first. So there's my two cents. I love you guys. Uh, I can't, I cannot wait um, to, to start sharing with you season 10, but I'm going to do these mini episodes here and there when I feel um, called to do it. And I, and I hope that they encourage you and um, get you excited for the last season of this podcast. Oh, that was the other thing I wanted to talk about before I, I went, uh, I went away. Um, I am gathering voicemails and messages to be added to the last season of the podcast. So if you have been blessed by this podcast in any way these last four years, please go on Instagram and send me a message, a voice memo. You can do that by opening up your DMs, like if you're going to send me a DM, a direct message, and at the bottom right, there's going to be a microphone. If you hold down that microphone, you can record up to a minute message. So do that multiple times, however many times you need to do to get your message to me. Share with me your favorite episodes, your favorite guests, what has been the biggest takeaway from this podcast, what have you learned about this podcast, how have you grown through this podcast. I really want to hear from you. I've gotten a couple so far, but the more the merrier. I would love to put it on the podcast in the last season so you can actually hear your own voice memo. And um, and I think that'd be a celebration 
of all that God has done in this ministry. If you want me to read your message, just write a message and give me permission permission to to read it on the podcast. Um, I just need all your reviews, all your testimonies about the, the podcast would be amazing. You can also record a voice memo on your phone and email it to me at helloawesomeshop at gmail.com. I know a few people who have done that. Um, and yeah, as, as many as I can gather, I'm letting you guys know now so I have time to to go through them and get them ready for the podcast season 10. All right, guys, I hope you have a great day and God bless you. Happy Memorial Day. And uh, yeah, until next time, keep your chin up, beautiful.